0: Hello, my name is Lily Hugenberg and welcome to today's episode of the Pursuit of Positivity podcast. Before I begin, if you can interact with the podcast in any way, shape or form, by giving it a like, a rating or a review, especially hitting that follow button, that would be incredible. You are all amazing for doing that so far. So if you also want to message me on the Instagram account, always down below, give it a follow, give it a little looksy, looksy, looksy and you'll see what is going on over there. So before we begin the episode, let's get into the right mindset and headspace. Take a second just to close your eyes and take a deep breath with me now. And I want you to ask yourself three questions. How have I been feeling in the last week? How am I feeling right now? And how do I want to be feeling in the next week? So last week, how was I feeling? how was I feeling, how am I feeling today and how do I kind of want to be feeling in the next week, same thing, maybe I want to feel better, worse, whatever, (laughs) hopefully better, that's what we're all about here but maybe you want to be feeling more energized, more happy, more everything and maybe you can find some ways to do that. So let's just close this out with another deep breath and out again. Perfect. So today's episode is something that I'm really excited to talk about. It is the introverts. Oh, Let's say that right. The introverts' guide to speaking out. So this is all about when you talk, does no one listen? Are you that person in the group who, you know, you try to get a little worded, but people kind of speak over you, and it just doesn't work out for you sometimes, maybe you are an introvert sometimes, maybe you're an extrovert other times, so are you like that life of the party person, or are you the escape artist, because extroverts, they tend to feel like energised when they're around people, they're generally more sociable, talkative, outgoing, but introverts are kind of quieter, more reserved, often feel the need to kind of recharge alone after being around a lot of people, so before we begin, let's see where we lie on the scale. I have five different like questions slash scenarios, and I want when I read them out, I want you to keep track of if you are a yes or a no to this kind of question slash scenario. And then at the end, it's kind of like a little quiz. If you are more yeses or more nos it will let you. I'll let you know which one you are. So, and I'm going to do this with you as well. So the first one is you're busy at work but a colleague is being overly chatty do you listen and nod politely waiting for them to finish rather than interrupt them so basically you're at work colleague is being really chatty do you listen to them and nod politely waiting for them to finish rather than kind of interrupt them and have a chat with them so it's either yes you listen and nod politely waiting for them to finish or no you would actually you would probably interrupt them and say something, and have a conversation, basically. (laughs) So that's the first one. The next one is, you're at a dentist waiting room for about 40 minutes. You've been there for a while, 40 minutes. Do you continue to wait patiently, even if you're late for work? The next one is, a colleague is complaining aloud about a report you wrote. Do you let them talk, avoiding kind of that public confrontation the next one is you tell a joke at work but no one laughs rather than trying to explain it do you simply pretend it didn't happen and the last one is at a party you have no idea what someone is talking about do you smile and nod along like kind of foraging for knowledge rather than owning up and asking for an explanation so if you answered more yeses than no's you're likely to be an introvert if you answered no's more than you answered yes you're more likely to be an extrovert so my answers were no 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 yes So I am personally more of an extrovert than an introvert. So it's really interesting to understand which one you are. Maybe you're like mostly extroverted, but quite a bit introverted. Some of these situations you were like, oh yeah, God, I would definitely be an introvert in this kind of moment. But it's interesting to understand where we lie on the scale. For me, I'm pretty much, I'm quite extroverted. So in those five, I was four extroverted, one introverted. So if you don't speak up, You or don't feel listened to you may start to feel like your opinion is unimportant and your confidence will probably suffer from it so whether it's in a like heated political debate within a family or you're volunteering for a public speaking event that could benefit your career you may be less willing to pipe up in the future because you've kind of had this knock of confidence but it's not easy sometimes it's hard to get a word in edgeway especially if you're an introvert and have the tendency to find certain social interactions uncomfortable and therefore stay kind of silent so now that we've kind of taken the test on like if we're the kind of the life of the party or the escape artist and we can find we've now found out which one we are so to amplify your voice and communication effectively how you say something is more of like important than what you're saying so try some of these tips that I'm going to give you in order to kind of get your voice to be heard so I have I believe I have I have eight tips and I've also got some kind of body language tips as well for you to help you you know when you're in those moments those social situations where you don't want to be in any way and it's just you're not getting your voice heard all those examples that I've given you, we want our voice heard. Even if you're an introvert, we want to kind of get our voice in. So number one is warm up your vocal cords. So your voice is created largely by skeletal muscles, the same muscle you work out in the gym. So your vocal kind of for peak performance, it needs to be warmed up. So you've got the semi-occluded vocal Tracked exercises, (laughs) which are the ways to kind of do this. These vocal exercises are perfect for like that kind of foggy morning voice or when you're feeling under the weather but still need to kind of sound clear and confident in like a meeting or some sort. So the thing is that we have here, so the actionable tip we have is that one of the most effective so the kind of ac- the what do they call it the acronym for it is SO- softs which is s-o-v-t-e-s so softs and one of the most effective kind of which is the vocal exercises is humming that's an effective way of doing things humming through a straw actually for two to three minutes so you put a straw in your mouth and hum so Another thing is trying sirens, humming slowly from the bottom of your vocal range to the top and back, basically. So going from like, like kind of bringing it up again, that sounds really funny, (laughs) but doing that, also having like, oh, hills, which is like smaller sirens to build up, like an engine revving, basically. So just warming up your voice, especially when you're, let's say you're at a work meeting, you're filled with quite loud, like noisy people who are all extroverted potentially quite loud maybe men or even women who are just really really loud and you're just in the corner like oh i'm not that loud warming up our voices are is really important because especially depending on what time of the day it is we may have used our voice a lot or we may have not used it at all and it's really is the first step is quite a vital one so number two is to sort out your posture posture affects the sound of your voice too which is really interesting and if your head is too far forward or too far back your sitting will have an abrasive like quality so your voice will have this kind of abrasive quality if you're the way you're depending on the way you're sat so sitting at a desk for too long carrying a heavy bag or maybe walking in heels shifts the body's center of gravity so it's out of alignment and this can then happen. So the actionable tip here is for a standing position, hang forward like a rag doll for a second. As you inhale, roll back slowly and exhale. Repeat this movement and when you're in a standing position, ensure that kind of your head is balanced at the top of your spine and your shoulders are down and centred back to your ears rather than rounding forward and overextending your back so sorting out your posture is a really important one to kind of have a little look at we've also got power poses which I'll go into now so striking a power pose so there are these I've got three know oh I've got four four simple high power body poses that you can do before an important maybe meeting or a conversation which give you instant confidence okay so the first one is okay these will be a bit silly but there was this ted talk the really famous ted talk i think the second most watched ted talk ever talking about um, body language, and let's say you're you're gonna you've got an important meeting, you do this in front of like a, in a bathroom stall while you're waiting for like the meeting to happen. So the first one is a victory pose, which is basically your arms and your legs, well your legs are a little bit wider than hip length, um hip width, and then your arms go straight above your head, and it's like you just won something, so you're like hurrah kind of pose, and It's what champions do at the finish line and you'll see performers in this position as they kind of lap up their applauses on stage and to get into the victory pose, basically, as I said, you raise your arms into this big V position, hold your head up high and being in this pose for just two minutes will immediately increase your energy and boost your confidence. So try it when you're having a moment alone before like this important event, it can really help. The next one is the boss. This is the boss pose. Placing your hands behind your head and your elbows flared out. This basically opens up your body and gives us air of relaxed kind of authority and carefree confidence. So you can use this stance just as effectively when you're seated as well. So try it when you want to look in control and take a risk and pitch an idea so let's say you've opened up you've opened up your arms opened up your like body you feel more empowered by doing that the next one is the super stance standing forward like standing face forward basically your feet planted wide apart gives the body a strong stable base this position physically takes up space like helping you dominate any room or space and you want to try it when there's kind of this power surge during a disagreement so your legs are straight your arms are just by your side but you're really open really tall posture and the last one is the sharp look this is the classic pose which kind of exudes strength which is when you adopt a kind of that wide stance place your hands on your hips and open up your chest and tilt out your like chin to maximize power in this pose so you want to do this when you want to look confident in a group this is really important these are all really important when it comes to let's say you're going to an event a party or something where you're a bit more anxious to go to these are just like even if you're in the toilet doing them helps you feel more confident it does it really does even if you're just in the bathroom stall doing it do it just give it a go So number three, we are going to be talking about training your body. Getting into the habit of practicing confident body language like these little poses that I've just given you. So even when you're feeling the pressure, you still give off that air of assurance. So the actionable tip here is good eye contact. Makes you like appear calm and comfortable and in control. You don't need to maintain it all the time. That looks a bit creepy. (laughs) But use it to emphasize important points. If you are someone who kind of fidgets when they're anxious or nervous, try to minimise this, a tapping pen or a bouncing knee might kind of distract from what you're trying to say. Also avoiding negative body language like crossing your arms, putting your hands in your pockets and kind of crossing everything over, that can tend to look a little bit more, you feel more closed off, less confident. You will then feel really like in your own little world basically. So yeah, trying these power poses that I've got over here, really good ways to do it. Number four is to use breath control. Your breath can both relax your body and exert, like, ex, kind of like energises your voice. And a lack of breath control can show up in your voice as a gasp for air while speaking, a lack of volume and increased anxiety. So, when you think about any sort of physical state that you're in, mental state you're in or anything like that, like when you're excited, your breath changes. When you're scared, your breath changes. When you're sad, your breath changes. Any any emotional change, your breath changes. So when we're in this moment, we want to be able to be in control of the thing that changes when we change emotions basically. So if we're feeling anxiety, our breath will then kind of it will feel a bit shorter if you, you won't have that much air to breathe. So what we're going to be doing here is the actionable tip is to have the key is to have full breaths in expansion and contraction. So every body expands differently, but the three main parts of expansion are the chest, the abdomen and the pelvic floor. So take a few deep breaths and think of your body filling up with air rather than breathing in. Notice your body kind of naturally expanding and practice filling that space while you're speaking. So the next one is, is practicing self-care. So getting seven hours, seven to nine hours of sleep a night. Staying hydrated, eating a balanced diet, ensuring that your brain and body and voice are ready to do their best work. These basic kind of self-care policies and areas may sound really simple but they are often the first things to go out the window when you're feeling really busy. So the actionable tip is it takes about four hours for water that you drink to hydrate your voice. So a dehydrated voice sounds scratchy, it feels uncomfortable and it tires out more quickly. So you lose up to Uh, I think it's 20, no, two pounds of water while sleeping. So if you have a morning meeting, make sure that there's a glass of water ready to go when you wake up. The next thing is, which is number six, is do your prep. If you have an important point to make at a meeting or there is an important thing going on, maybe there's an argument or something that you need to make sure that you're kind of prepared for. Uh, or just you want a serious discussion, as I said, with a friend, prepare for what what might happen. You might hit traffic or be late, and the difficult conversations may take an unexpected turn, or you may just be interrupted the whole time. So the actionable tip here is to prepare, recreate these scenarios in your head, walk around your home, like, quickly for five minutes, as if you're late, you can't find the correct room, then... Kind of present your piece in that way for like or practice in front of a a friend and have them interrupt you and ask them questions and answers on the phone, whatever it is. When you are prepared for interactions, they're less likely to throw you off course, especially if you're not feeling as confident, you're a bit more introverted in these moments. That can really help. Number seven is develop your focus women tend to think of themselves as great multitaskers but the reality of our brains they're not i think it's one percent of the world can actually multitask <laughs> so try to focus on more trouble well, trying to focus on one more than one thing at a time inhibits the brain from performing and its potential making each task longer and more difficult to achieve so basically your brain is just switching from task to task, not actually doing the same, not actually kind of doing them at the same time basically. So the actionable tip here is to dedicate 10 to fifty minutes of present practice each day in your week leading up to your event that you've kind of got, that you're feeling anxious about, or a conversation and that is far better than a single marathon practice session full out within, without like interruptions. Practice, keep practicing, keep practicing, keep practicing. And you kind of develop that focus sense that you've got that you need. So the last thing here that we've got is to harness the power of positive self-affirmations. Your thoughts are so powerful that your brain treats thinking and doing the same way. So just kind of thinking about actions causes the same motor neurons to fire as actually doing the action. So changing the way you think about speaking up will give you the courage to speak up. So the actionable tip I have for you here is to write down a sentence highlighting your strongest fears about speaking in public, for example. I hate speaking in public. Saying, writing this down basically, I always look totally unprepared. All of the horrible things basically you don't like about public speaking, you write them down. Flip it to, I love public speaking, I'm always speaking clearly and effectively, I'm always prepared. So when you write down these new sentences, you're gonna write them down three times and post it in a place where you see the most often in your home. Could be your bedside table, it could be the mirror in the bathroom, anything else. But putting them next to your bed is actually really effective because sleep is key to creating these lasting memories. So, potentially saying them before you go to sleep can be a really, really impactful thing. So, reading your sentences aloud, whether you see it, is just this has this complete and utter mental transformation that can occur. You're basically programming your brain in that sense. So when negative thoughts arise, shut them down by repeating your new positive sentences slowly and firmly and watch your thoughts patterns begin to completely shift. So these are some really interesting tips. You know, we all feel a little bit, you don't feel the most confident all the time. You're in these moments where you actually feel intimidated, but doing these things, especially, I think those body language tips are the best ones. When you feel confident, your body looks confident and it just goes from there. It really, really does. So that's what I have for you for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I definitely think these are just a really interesting concept for us to kind of think about a little bit more. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you again with another episode very soon.